Alexis, do you like your men like you like your wine? <laughs> I mean, I guess I like my wine white and sweet, so maybe. But... Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I, yeah, I was going to say I like mine a little on the sweet side and Italian. <laughs> <laughs> I used to say I like my men like I like my coffee. But it doesn't really black. apply. <laughs> but it doesn't apply to my husband, so that's why I used to say it and not now. But white and sweet, I think that's right. Yeah, you definitely don't take your coffee that way. But wine, I can see. Yeah, no. No, white and sweet coffee. Oh. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh my gosh, Kaylee. Last night, my friends and I went to our local coffee shop for like just a little coffee date. No big deal. And I got like a traditional macchiato. Ooh, so like it was so. So it was cafe good. macchiato or latte macchiato. Cafe macchiato. Okay, all right. So just a, so just a touch of the milk. Just just a little bit. Mm. Um, and it was so good. I got a second one. Ooh. Oh, it was so good. And then I went on a. I was truly on a caffeine high. One of my friends was like, "Girl, you're on crack cocaine. Like, what is going <laughs> on with you?" I could not slow down my speech. I could not keep track of what was going on in my brain. The only thing that has made me feel like I was going 3,000 miles an hour was cold brew the first time I had it because Mm -hmm. it's so much stronger. It is. And, like, I don't mind, like, a a cafe macchiato, but I'm more of a cortado girl because I like a a 50-50 split. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, I mean, coffee. (laughs) Yeah. I do have one fun fact about this episode Thanks, that I yeah. think I can I can give it here. There is a character in this episode named Mira who we are going to meet mm-hmm. very quickly because the episode is called There's Something About Mira, which is a pop culture reference in and of itself. True. The actress who plays Mira, her name is... Terry Washington. And she was Dulé Hill's wife when this episode was recorded. They were... Le- no, really? Yep, yep. I didn't know Carrie Washington and Dulé Hill were married. Yep. Oh my gosh. Okay. I found this out in the most recent movie where we meet Gus's wife. Current. Gus's woman in the new movie, and that is his wife now. Yeah. That is Dulé Hill's wife now. Yeah, I think she was his wife before she was cast in, in the movie. But Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> We have a lot of guest stars in this episode. Yes, so many. So we have Carrie Washington, who, I mean, you know from everything. She's Scandal. She's Django Unchained. She was in Boston Legal. She was in the movie Ray with, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so she's, um, but we also have uh, Telma Hopkins. That's Mama. And they're, okay, the way they move their mouths sometimes, especially when they're like drinking something is so spot on. It just like, <laughs> like mannerisms. I was just like, this is perfect. But I recognize her from Family Matters because she was Aunt Rachel or mm-hmm. Aunt Rachel. Yep. And she's most recently been in the newest Matrix movie as well as the Netflix show Dead to Me. Oh. And then Mira's father, who we only ever know as Mr. Gaffney, I think, is played by Abba Babatunde. And if I mispronounce his name, I'm very, very sorry. But I recognize him from that thing you do, but this man has been booked and blessed for... When I tell you he's in everything, he's in everything. What is he in that thing you do? He is the concierge guy (gasps) at the hotel. 
Yes. 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 He's sort of the trope of the magical black man in that movie. Yeah. But he is a scene stealer. And we get some of that here. But I was racking my brain. I was like, why do I know this man? Why do I know him as so suave and so cool? And what was it? Yes. But he's also been in The Fresh Prince. He was also on Boston Legal. I don't know if he overlapped at all with Kerry Washington. Um, but yeah, he's been, I mean, he's been in everything though, like over, like, I want to say 170 credits on IMDb. Like, wow. I mean, a lot of them are small parts, but still, but he's, he is a scene stealer, so he should have big parts. (laughs) I love that. I love that we're getting so many guest stars and it just keeps rolling from here. Like things just keep getting cooler and bigger and more exciting. So that is amazing. Uh, shall we start the show? Let's do it. Showtime. This is To To the the Blueberry! I am Alexis. I am a real-life Gus. I'm Kaylee. I'm the real-life Sean. And I really wanted to get my husband to record this episode with us because the episode is season two, episode 11, There's Something About Mira. And as we were talking about earlier, Mira is Gus's wife. (laughs) I mean, we'll we'll find out. (laughs) At the beginning of this episode, still his wife. (laughs) We start out, as we so often do, in 1987. Mm -hmm. The boys and Henry are sitting in a restaurant dining room and... Henry's so excited to be there. He's like, look, we don't get to go out that often. The the Harbor Grill is the nicest restaurant in Santa Barbara. So order something special. And Gus is like, nachos. (laughs) That would be me. This is is why I'm a Gus. (laughs) But Sean is distracted. He's like, oh my God, that guy, that guy over there is a spy. I think he's trying to poison that woman. And the guy's dropping a diamond ring into her champagne flute. So they're witnessing a proposal and Henry is jazzed. He's like, this is a big day in any man's life. Like you've chosen the woman you want to spend the rest of your life with. Like this is so special. But pause because this woman's dress is not 80s appropriate. As I was watching that scene, I'm so happy you brought that up. I didn't feel like any of the women were dressed. I feel like the super tight black sweetheart neckline one. Like, sure. Like, I could see Margot Robbie in The Wolf of Wall Street wearing that cut. But, I mean, our main girl, the girl who's getting proposed to, her dress is a no. It's a very early aughts dress. Yeah. They just didn't look right. I just kept staring at them going, this is wrong. Not the last time we see that happen in this episode, I will say that. (laughs) (laughs) Little baby Gus is like, ooh, gross. I'm never going to get married. Baby Sean was like, the rest of my life? With a girl? Bro. (laughs) The woman is so excited. Everyone's running up, like trying to check out her new ring. And the man does this ultimate creep move where when a female waitress is leaning over, he, the man who just proposed to his future wife, he leaned over and totally checked out her butt. And it was in a really like gross way. And little baby Sean was like, "Uh, let me clue you in on something. They're not going to make it. And that's the end of that. But I was like, I was like, I feel like he's right because if just noticing someone walk by is one thing, but like having a distinctly wandering eye the second after you've proposed. Yeah. Bro's a douche. It wasn't, it wasn't a, oh, look, there's a person who happens. It was a, 
Oh, look, there's a woman with a big butt bending over. I'm going to literally lean over so I can see up her skirt. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No, thank you, bro. Mm -mm. But that takes us to our present. And we are at the batting cages. Alexis, this was referenced in the Uncle B episode. And this is the first time we're seeing Guster at the (gasps) batting cages. Oh, you're right. Because he said, I looked for you everywhere. I looked for you at the batting cages. Two different batting cages. (laughs) I love it. There's this random dude following them. Gus can't seem to hit the ball, but recognizes the guy. And Sean was like, you know what? I'm pretty sure he's been following us for a while. Pretty sure he's got the razor phone. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He pulls out the phone and he's like showing him pictures of this guy following Gus. Out of a public bathroom in one of them. What the? No. He followed me into the bathroom? That's my sanctuary. Are you going to use that as your quote? No. I'll use the other one. Oh, okay. Um, so they, they take turns trying to beam this guy with balls and they both keep missing horribly. And then the guy's like, that's enough. And he's taking a pack of brand new cigarettes out of his pocket and he's unwrapping them and just like littering. My first thought is, why'd he wait so long if he was following them all damn day? Anyway, he says he's a private eye. He was hired by your wife to find you. And Sean's like, you're a terrible PI. Neither of (laughs) us is married. And we clocked you the second you started following us. So The PI's name is Mace Roden. And when they're talking and Sean is saying, oh, no, there's no way. Neither of us are married. Gus just makes this face. And then he goes, Sean, can I talk to you over here for a minute? (laughs) Sean had absolutely no idea that Gus once was married or has been married ever and then we get credits which takes us back to the psych office (laughs) sean has this like notebook in his hand and he's looking through it and he's like i'll never get to give my best man speech and he just kind of throws the notebook at gus and it's a book of speeches that sean has already written including gus's eulogy i wrote that a long time ago (laughs) Gus is survived by his best friend and his 12 cats, Sean. (laughs) But we get his confession and Gus is like, we get a flashback. It was 19, I want to say 92. It was, this was spring break, 1997. 97. I was out with my college friends and Sean said, 97, tell me you weren't still rocking the sweater vest. No, not at all. But we see, we (laughs) see Gus with the high top fade and the sweater Mm -hmm. vest. Kaylee's wearing a sweater vest right now, everyone. Yes, I I feel it, it is important to share that. I own more than one. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Gus, in this, like, brain flashback fog, goes, her name was Mira Gaffney, and The Train Comes On, which is a good song. If I do say so myself, I enjoy that song. I didn't hear the song at all. I was too focused on how cool her hair was and how wrong her outfit was. Yeah, her look was cool. I totally agree, but I, I don't think it was... I mean, because that would have been... 90s. I don't think that was 90s. Maybe like an alt girl could have the short, choppy purple bob, but her low rise shorts? No. That was like mid early aughts. You know, yeah. that was like trash 2005 and 6 when this show was being filmed. So, <laughs> but the first time he sees her, she's literally like dragon breathing a lighter and some alcohol on a beach like bar. She wants to do all of these fun, exciting things with Gus because she's drunk. 
And he's just smiling and nodding and he'll do anything with her. And then they start making out and she decides we should try Goldschlager. (laughs) We cut to the wedding pictures (laughs) and Gus's best man was a goat. I was supposed to be that goat. (laughs) Which now sounds kind of cool. Greatest of all time. But... (laughs) Gus apparently was the one who called off the marriage. Sure, Jan. When he <laughs> when he called it off, she called him a hundred times and she threatened to burn down his house. Apartment. <laughs> Gus was like, I can't do that. I can't be there. But there was something about her. I've never felt that way about another woman since Mira. This isn't the first time that we've gotten an inkling that Gus is attracted to Wild, possibly dangerous women. Gus likes some cray-cray. <laughs> Ooh. Yep. Gus said, if we're gonna go visit Mira, you have to help me because I can't get sucked into Hurricane Mira again. And Sean said, just call me the suck stopper. Wait. No, actually never call me that. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe she's gonna tell you about Gus Jr. Ugh. He goes, so of course I need to meet this woman. And Gus is like, so you want to come? He's like, are you kidding? Are you actually kidding? <laughs> we cut to this, like, what, flea market kind of idea? This open-air market. It's really, it's actually very cute. Flea market's a bad word. But Lassie and Juliet are chasing someone through the market. The bad guy hops the fence. She cut around. She catches him. Everyone is in total shock. Juliet is just super smart. And Buzz said, I'm impressed. And Lassie was just like, shut up. But they're like, how did you do that? And she was like, oh, well, I mean, we go back to the SBPD. But O'Hara's like, I used deductive reasoning and figured he's probably from the area and would try to lose us by jumping a fence between. She names the street in the 101. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, whatever. No this idea. alley. Um, so she cut around and Buzz says he's studying for an exam, the detective's exam. But he's really getting um, hung up on the deductive reasoning section. She could tutor him, maybe. And she's like, oh, of course. But but Lassiter <laughs> has to be Lassiter about it and is like, um, if anyone is going to tutor you, it should be me. I do hold the department record for the highest score on the detective exam at 97.2. Everybody gets and real Juliet's quiet. Juliet's well, yes. Buzz too. Buzz totally gets busy. And Lassie's like, what, guys? Did somebody beat me that I didn't know about? And they don't want to say. And they're both, like, making up excuses to walk away. But finally we see Chief Vic again. She just walks through the scene. And Lassie goes, Chief, did somebody break my record for the detective exam? And Chief just goes, I believe O'Hara did. And walks away. <laughs> and we're like, thanks, Chief. Juliet got a 98.4. Hashtag you go girl. And I say that without any irony in my voice. I'm very proud of her. Oh, hell yeah. Lassie was kind of upset. He was like, how did I not know this? I check those scores every three months. Nerd. To make sure that I can hold my record. But she took the detective exam when she was in Miami and simply chose not to tell anyone because... I think she was truly trying to protect Lassiter's pride. Men are so fragile. Yeah. (laughs) Juliet's like, I don't want this to be a thing. I don't want us to have to fight about it. And Lassie's like, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, I wrote, Lassie don't care. Except he does. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, very much so. We're at the vineyard. 
with Shamingas and We've got a plan. They're, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna do this. Oh, I wonder why Mira's here. Um Maybe she doesn't works really here. seem like the wine t- Oh wait. They have the wines called Mira? I'm sure they have a wine Maybe. named after everyone works here. As soon as Gus sees Mira, he gets sucked right back into Hurricane Mira. She walks slow motion down these stairs <laughs> for a million years. It's absolutely beautiful. And Gus doesn't know what to do, doesn't know what to say. He doesn't know how to use his face. Yeah, he blanks out completely, you guys. And Sean really tries to cover for him. And he's like, oh, I told him this really tough riddle. And he's still trying to figure it out. It's because the doctor was a woman, Gus. Mira's like, oh no, he's done this before. Just keep talking, he'll catch up. And she starts talking to Sean (laughs) before Gus just goes, "Ah, Mira, hi, (laughs) you look great. And then they have this, uh, you look great off. She steps away for some reason and Sean is like, dude, be cool and make your armpits stop sweating. It's like, I forgot the plan. I already forgot the plan. (laughs) Gus is literally lagging like a computer would be. Like, he's just behind everything. So she takes them to get a free glass of wine and be like, oh, you have to try this. It's our blah, blah, blah from last year. I did not write it down. I don't speak wine. Uh -uh. But, I mean, kudos if you do. Whatever. But she's like, funny story. I asked you here because. And Gus is like, is it about Gus Jr.? She's like, what? Never mind. So the Mexican government sent their marriage license to the U.S. So the annulment that they filed never actually went through. So she's got some paperwork she needs him to sign. But oh my God, guess why we needed the annulment? Guess why? Guess. (laughs) Because I'm getting married. Tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Mira says that his name is Jan and she wanted to get married on a beach or he wanted to get married on a beach, but she wanted to do something big. And so they compromised by having it at the winery so that everyone could be around. And that's when Mira's dad comes in, who I just called dad for the rest of the episode. So to be determined. And he is mad at Gus. Like you you can immediately tell that this guy does not like Gus. Oh, he's a hater of mm, everyone. He... He hates Gus because he, Gus apparently tricked Mira into marrying him. Somebody's story. Gus into marrying him. (laughs) Yeah, somebody's story isn't quite straight. But dad also doesn't seem to like Jan a whole effing lot. Mira's like, oh my gosh, you should come to the wedding. And Sean really tries to be like, oh oh, no, no, we're, we're good. Let's just get this over with. But Gus immediately agrees. Sean is still like, dude, what happened? Where's the plan? And Gus said, I know, I know. She just smelled so nice. So Mira ran off to get the invite stuff and the annulment papers, and she never wants to say that sentence again. And then we pretty quickly get next day wedding. Sean and Gus show up. Henry's there. They're supposed to go to lunch. Change of plans. They're all at this wedding. Sean and Gus are late because someone needed to figure out the perfect shirt tie eye combo i mean he looks great <laughs> yeah he does we meet stacy yes. who's just like one of mira's friends and they're like she stacy kaylee and i keep using these voices for these females and i'm going to use it for that's how for they stacy act in well. the show and i'm not yeah i'm not trying to demean females this is truly how it goes but she's like oh my gosh you're gus i've heard so much about you you're the special guest there's a spot for you right there in the front mira wouldn't let us start without you Everyone, everyone in this family is so manic, but (laughs) Gus is certain, certain that this was all a trick and Mira is trying to trick him into marrying her again. 
And then somebody runs out being like, has anyone seen Jan? Jan's not here. I mean, they call him Jan, but I'm not going to do that because I'm sure. Yeah, I called him Jan. And like, well, when I when I spelled Jan in my notes, I spelled it Y-A-W-N so I would know how to pronounce it. And I just refused. And then I stopped, I stopped writing Jan and I started writing Jan. All right, Jan. So, <laughs> sure, Jan. Jan is missing, and Sean and Gus are pumped because this is not Gus's wedding. We're at the reception area. Mira is absolutely sobbing because he is now two hours late and has missed everything throughout the weekend. He didn't come to the pre-bridal brunch. He didn't come to the engagement party, blah, 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 yesterday, whatever. Nobody in her family has even met Jan before the wedding. Dun, dun, dun. Mira, Mira goes, nobody eats until I'm married. All the while, Henry's in the background already eating the food. He's nom nomming on a chicken leg and he's like, it's rude to invite people to something and not feed them. And then he like leaves. And Sean's like, we got to get out of here. And Gus strides forward and offers their services to find Jan. Don't worry. Don't, we'll, we'll help you find him. Don't worry. Ugh. We head back to the Santa Barbara Police Department and Lassie walks up to Juliet and is like, I finished all my paperwork. It's all done and I have time to spare. And then Juliet gets this attaboy from Chief Vic because not only is her paperwork done with lots of time to spare, but now she has some more reports that she would like to translate to Spanish for her. And... Lester's like Spanish and then Juliet says something in Spanish and she goes it was a requirement in Miami like no big deal I'm just amazing <laughs> Lassiter said well there's not a huge Hispanic population here deadpan face <laughs> Lassiter has this like uh I have to be better than you man moment and so Juliet pours some coffee and she kind of burns her lips on it and she's like oh my gosh that's so hot and so Lassiter pours himself a cup and then drinks the entire cup. And she was like, oh my gosh, please don't tell me that you burned yourself just to prove that you're better than me. Like she's growling in frustration. He's like, let's prove it once and for all then. And whoever solves your missing refrigeration truck case first wins. But does this come after they have the code off with Buzz? The code off is first. Oh, so yeah. Buzz walked up and said, hey, I wanted to ask you, Juliet, about your uh, stolen seafood truck. That's a 10851, right? And Juliet's like, oh, yeah, it's a 10851. And then Lassiter said, oh, no, 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 that's a commercial vehicle. That's a 15250. I did not write any more down after that. I but they just kind of go back and forth. Yeah, because this isn't yeah. the first time or the last time they do this. Buzz is trying to take notes of everything you're saying, but he's writing it on his hand. And so he finally just goes, I need to go get a piece of paper and walks away. We get a lot of Buzz in this episode and I really like that. Yeah, ditto. Juliet's like, you know what? I can't deal with this anymore. You just need to get over it. I scored higher than you and that's the end of it. And Lassiter was like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're both going to solve this stolen refrigerator truck story case whatever and whomever can solve it first is the better detective juliet literally screams get your own case <laughs> <laughs> we got back to the vineyard and gus and mira are having this nice moment and Mira's trying to tell gus about yawn and he she was like well he he was such a good dresser and he was such a good person and he was so sweet just like you my sweet gus and they have this hideous eye lock almost gonna kiss moment like stop please stop stop 
Which uh, is exactly what Sean says and cuts in, tells them to stop and is like, okay, we need to talk about Jaden. Did we notice that he's building a little cabin out of corks? <laughs> corks, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, um, does anyone here think we should be talking about Jan? They're like, it's Jan with a J. And he's like, I, I'm not saying that. She dumps out her purse. She's like, this is everything I've got. We've got pictures of the lipstick he gave me, a note he wrote to me. And Sean quickly susses out that the photos are, in fact, deeply suspicious and something is terribly wrong here. So is that her dumping her purse out for the world to see a Breakfast Club reference? Oh, snap. Yeah? I didn't catch that, but now I'm going to say yes. <laughs> I think it's possible that you and I are thinking too much about this. And so every chance we get... Chaotic woman dumps out her purse with the slightest provocation. Definitely. <laughs> Breakfast okay, Club Okay, reference. good, good. <laughs> Not only are the pictures kind of sus, but the next thing he checks is that she has a prescription bottle for some sort of medication. He clocks the name of it. And he also sees that this person is like scrubbing this yellow stuff off of a stone wall kind of nearby. And it's just kind of a weird thing that's going on. Okay, there's no real reason for it. It just seems weird. We meet Mira's mom again, and this is where she points out that she has never met Jan before. Well, Sean psychs it, and she's like, ooh, you're good. Let's go see my private bottle collection. Yeah, walk with me, small man. So they go down to their wine cellar where their alcohol collection is stored, and she's pouring them glasses of a very golden liqueur, liquor, elixir thing. I don't know what words I'm using. And she chugs her first glass <laughs> just, just straight down the hatch to the gullet, bypassing the taste buds completely. <laughs> she hates the tourists. And Mr. Dad, Miradab, does not like her drinking in front of them. So she's like, no. I'm not doing this. I, I'm going to chug down some wine while we're away from them. Life will be good. So Sean tries to take a nice little sip of the wine. And he immediately spits it back out. Into the cup, which is... Ugh. But she, he's like, oh, it's disgusting. And she's like, that's a $30,000 bottle of Spanish sherry. Which she's chugging. So who cares? I don't want to drink something that tastes bad. Stop it. Anyway. Uh their wine collection is worth over a million dollars. Mom is just like into all of it. She's into showing it off. She's into kind of chucking her wine and she kind of saunters up to John and says, I like my wine like I like my men. White, White and, and hairy. hairy. He legit just squints into the distance and goes, that doesn't make any sense. Like at all. <laughs> like not, not one little bit. <laughs> And he goes, I can see where Mira gets her, did he call it feistiness? Yeah. Oh, gosh. And he just, like, he just kind of shrugs it off, like, nicely. He's very <laughs> polite about it. I don't know that I would have been that polite about it. I would have been like, ha, 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 deuce. But the door opens and Mr. Gaffney walks in and he's like, what's going on here? Because apparently he knows his wife well enough to know. Mm-hmm. But she's like, I was just expressing our frustration that we've never met Jan. <laughs> Every time they tried to make plans with him, he changed plans last second because 
he had this excuse that he used all the time about working overseas. And while they're talking, Sean clocks two kind of interesting things. That there's a shipping memo and that there are these like floor plans for a new winery area. Showroom. Yeah. Showroom area. Yeah. He's like, I'll get out of your hair. I know you must be so busy. You have to pack up all of your wine because you're moving it to your Napa location. And you're finally going to display your impressive collection. And he's like, what? How do you? (laughs) And as he's like opening the door, like heading towards the door, he's like, don't be intimidated, sir. I'm just a man. And then he takes another sip of the wine. And he's like, "Uh, uh, uh." (laughs) like gagging on it as he leaves. We go back to the psych office. It's just Sean and Gus. And the scene opens with Sean going, Gus, brace yourself. Jan doesn't actually exist. (gasps) There is no record of a Jan Anglin anywhere on the internet. Yeah, he did some sleuthing. There is a Jeff Anglin. He's an albino with a website dedicated to short circuit. Did you put us on the email list? That's a given. (laughs) So we break it down as... Either Mira is lying or she's truly delusional and believes that this is all true. And Sean clocked this prescription bottle that came out of her purse for clozapine. And he says, Gus, what is this? It's an anti-anxiety medication that is also used to treat psychosis. But hers was an old prescription. And (laughs) Gus was like, oh my God, she was off her meds. And then he gets this brainwave and he's like, oh my God, Sean, She's doing all of this just to get me here, get me back, get me. Sean's like, I, I, don't, I don't think that's what's going on, but there is something weird that's going on. I think those pictures were fake. Yeah, he's like, that's, that's for sure, for sure. Yeah. But Gus is losing it. <laughs> they go to the Santa Barbara Police Department. Everybody's it's Mira, there. Mom, Dad, Chief Vic, Juliet, Lasseter, Sean, Gus, and... Sean has a psychic freak out about the pictures. He. <laughs> what is that? This is my desk raven. For the world there. I don't know. I might cut this out. But Kaylee just started stroking this desk raven on the camera. And I was like, what? I'm in the middle of a sentence. Okay. The pictures. There's something wrong. And Sean just makes this, this blank statement. Jan is not real. And Chief Egg is like, are you sure about that? And he was like, clearly. Oh, wait, that doesn't make any sense. Crystal. (laughs) Oh, wait, that doesn't make any sense. And then she said, well, then who's that? And Oops, there's Jan. (laughs) Real life Jan. So everybody's like rolling their eyes and guffawing and leaving. Jan tells Mira, I'm sorry. There was this big deal. I got called away to Portugal, but... I thought I'd be back in time, and I'm so sorry I missed our wedding. Like, that is the lamest excuse. I don't care how long you've been with somebody. If they flake out on everything mm-hmm. because of their job, including Especially your, your wedding. wedding. Oh, my. Like, oh, cut your losses, girl. Just cut your losses. He's married to that job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anywho, everybody leaves. Mira excuses herself and she walks up to the boys and she is furious. How could you be so cruel? And then she leaves and Gus is mad as hell. And he's like, you made me look like a fool in front of Mira. Sean 
is still certain that there is something going on. Lassie's goading him too. And then Juliet's like, I have a case to work. And then Lassie's like, ah, me too. And they run away. <laughs> but Gus like, I don't care what's going on. You have to drop this. This has to be over. And Sean says, for you, for you, I'll stop. Cut oh, to. Oh, cry. <laughs> Was it a hotel or an apartment building? Where... I think it's the hotel where they're staying. Okay. Because from the B-roll of the outside of the building, I still couldn't tell. <laughs> but Sean is knocking on a door and Mira answers. She's like, what are you doing here? He goes, I was actually hoping to speak with Jan. She says Jan is, uh, well, she calls him Jan. Like she's being very stubborn about this stupid name. <laughs> <laughs> and I, okay, I'm so all for calling people by the right names. Jan's name is spelled J-A-N-N. And his last name is Anglin. So I get it. If he's like of Northern European descent and it's Jan. Here's the thing. The it, joke is we good. already know. We already know it's fake. So yeah. it's not disrespectful to call this fake person by a fake name. Okay. A fake, fake name. <laughs> right. If it's somebody's own chosen or given preferred name, I will call them the correct one. I just want to throw that out there. But not Jan. So he's golfing with dad. And Mira and Sean have this moment of, like, chaotic people bonding. <laughs> She's like, you know, my parents were against this from the beginning. And we weren't together as long as I told them we were together. So Jan photoshopped the pictures because that's what Sean's really calling her out on. He's like, I may have been wrong about some stuff, but those pictures were fake as hell. And I know that. She's like, yeah, Jan said, like, you know, we could get the parentals to change their mind if we photoshopped to make it look like we'd been together for longer than we had john clarifies that was jan's idea to fake the pictures and she was like yeah and sean's like okay good <laughs> then the scene ends and we go golfing yes so sean is taking us golfing air quotes <laughs> plus i promise to keep the caddyshack references to a minimum he says oh by the way i've heard this club is pretty exclusive so don't tell anyone you're jewish <laughs> he's like sorry sorry i i'm done now i'll, I'll stop now i didn't say no jokes <laughs> gus has this like little pre-swing dance that he does it's very very uh what's the word when you do superstitious it seems like a very superstitious thing that you do before you mm. hit the golf ball drive the golf ball sean sees Jan and Papa Gaffney in a golf cart and he's like, you know what would be fun? <laughs> Taking Gus's ball out of the, out of the <laughs> ground. He's like, we should start on the back nine. And Gus is like, what? why would we? And Sean's already gone. So here we go. Again, we're at a hole and Gus is about to sink one. And Sean's looking through binoculars at this point. <laughs> Staring at Jan, trying to figure out what's going on. So Jan's on the phone, but then he's like walking away. Sean walks in Gus's way. <laughs> when Gus finds Sean spying, he's like, what are you doing, man? And Sean said, Jan is the case. He is the key. Because we start to see Jan having an argument with Mace the P.I., who we met earlier. The P.I. leaves and then Jan sees them. So we get a act natural against a tree. And it's very like, I have a cute broody boy face. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like hey what are you guys doing here and they do like a little chat up i'm just keeping an eye out for suspicious arguments between shady people then sean rattles off this phrase Jan says oh i 
I was late paying him. Uh, and so he came here to get his payment. All oh, that's the only reason I met him. And Sean rattles off something in Portuguese that translates to only if you promise to keep the feather headdress on. Like I wrote down the phrase, but I, I would not be able to pronounce it because it is not Spanish. It is not Italian. Mm-hmm. It is Portuguese. And I don't know how to say that. And then we quickly find out that Jan <laughs> does not speak Portuguese. How can you do business in a place where you don't even speak the language? You lying Jan liar. was like, okay, fine. I wasn't. I wasn't doing business in Portugal. I had been in this bad relationship. We got together before I met Mira and I had to end it before we got married. But it's over now. As Jan walks away, Gus is like, I mean, I got some sympathy for the guy. I've been there before. Mira does that to people. Yeah, like basically it's believable that he's in love. Like that feels sincere. Gus thinks he's telling the truth, but Sean thinks he's lying and telling the truth at the same time, and said, Jan Brady isn't telling us everything. <laughs> sure, Jan. We go back to the SVPD, and we've got someone in custody. The competition is still heating up, because Lasseter thinks that he can break this guy in 30 seconds. He's putting down O'Hara, because she's like, I'm going to get everything I need from him. He's <laughs> like, what, by being a sweetie pie? Like... McNabb, so then they we're commandeering your watch. watch. Lassiter was wearing a watch. Anyway, Juliet's going to time Lassiter, and he's only got 30 seconds to break this guy. So he walks in all slow and sure, and she runs mm-hmm. out of the little windowed watchy room, and we'll know why in a minute. We get the lassie stare down. <laughs> and the guy's like, what the hell is happening? And Lassiter's doing pure hard ass, and he's just getting warmed up. And then Juliet busts in. Time's up. So sweet Juliet comes out and she's like, oh, hey, do you want a candy bar? Actually, yeah, I'm kind of hungry. I'm, I'm just wondering if you have any information about <laughs> my refrigeration truck that got stolen. And our confidential informant, whatever the person is, he's like, I know pretty much every car that gets stolen, but there's nothing that gets stolen that's as pointless as a refrigeration truck. Time. Lassie comes in all, roar! And... He's like, you're going to give me something. Blah, 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 blah. I can pin 12 charges on you right now. Okay, yeah, this guy's clearly a criminal. Right. Because he knows all the stolen cars in the area. And people try to sell him stolen cars. But he's like, dude, I'm telling you. People only steal cars for two reasons. To sell them or to use them. Nobody's come trying to hawk a pointless refrigeration truck. So apparently they need it for something. And then we're back with Juliet and then we're... In a sort of tussle, and then Buzz comes in, and he goes, the chief wants to see you about something very important. (laughs) They run. They both run away. The perp is real sad, because Lassiter took his candy bar away after he'd had, like, two bites. He goes. And Buzz is kind of sad, because they ran away with his watch. He took my candy bar. And Buzz said, he took my watch. We're back at the hotel slash apartment. Sean and Gus are walking up, but the SPPD is already there on the scene. Sean is certain that Jan has done something bad. And he's like, I knew it. I knew there was something wrong with that guy. I knew something was going to happen. We walk in. Jan's dead. Sean looks like an idiot. Sean (laughs) keeps calling out to him. That scene is very, very short. Yeah. And we go back to the psych office and Sean said, let's do a loop. And the boys just start walking back and forth talking. Circle pacing. Yeah. They're brainstorming. Sean is casting his mind back to the scene. And there was like a clear film, like wrapper on the floor. And so his mind goes back to that mace guy again with his cigarettes. 
And Sean is like, all right, I've got a theory. I have to go talk to Lassiter and Jules. Gus is like, oh, go go without me. Um, Mira wants to see me back at the winery. Dude. Oh, no, no, I'll be Dude. fine. I promise. I promise. <laughs> I just want to be there for her as a friend. <laughs> We go back to SVPD again. But this time Sean is there. Buzz comes in and he's like, hey, I got the fingerprint results from that refrigeration truck case that you guys are dealing with. Uh, do you want to take turns with this too? <laughs> and Lester just snatches it out of his hands. Finally, I don't know if it's Sean or if it's Chief Vic that calls him out. And they're like, what is going on? And Julia just blurts out that Lasseter is upset because she scored a point higher than him on the detective exam. And Sean's like, oh, yeah, I took that when I was, well, he names the exam's name. And then he goes, the D-E-T. I took that when I was at 15. I got 100. And they're like, you got 100? And he's like, yeah, what, what did you guys get? But he's like, he's playing it really, like, genuine. Mm. Like, he's just like, yeah, I know that thing. What did, what did you guys score? Like, not ribbing them at all. Yeah, he's like, oh, doesn't everyone score 100% <laughs> on that? Chief Vic and Buzz are, like, holding back their laughter because the face on Juliet and Lassiter when that happens is just like, are, are you, are, when you were 15, are you serious? So we're back at the vineyard and Mira and Gus are getting their flirt on and then they are walking around and they go down to the wine cellar and, oh my God, what happened in here? It's a mess. Everything's all picked through. The boxes are open. And she goes, I think we've been robbed. So Gus gets out his cell phone. And just as he's pulling it out to make the call, there's a gun straight up against his head. Still with our our peeps at Santa Barbara Police Department. Buzz is telling us that... uh, They pulled a print off of the gold lighter that was dropped at the scene of the truck theft. And he goes, so we got the results back. And it's some guy named Marcus Ridley, a.k.a. Mike Ray, a.k.a. And Sean just goes into full freak out mode. Psych out mode? It's something that's in an old woman's purse. Julia just starts naming different kinds of breath fresheners. (laughs) And Sean's like, more of an aerosol. And she names another one. He's like... Not a breath freshener. (laughs) Mace. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, Mace. Mace, was that his name? And Buzz was like, Mace Roden. That's right. He's like, he's a known felon. And Sean casts his mind back to where they were scrubbing the marks off the stone wall at the vineyard. And he goes, was the truck yellow? And they're like, yeah. Sean breaks it down for them. The guy they knew as Jan was in a long con as a partner to Mace. And they were going to have Jan romance Mira and then distract from the winery with the wedding so that they could steal the multi-million dollar collection. But Jan had a change of heart. There's something about Mira. Mm -hmm. And Sean actually said it. So we got a we got a full a full title there. He was like he had to end a relationship, but that relationship was the relationship with Mace. Because he fell in love. And that much he was telling the truth about. So Sean goes, but your truck, it's at the same place as Gus, which means Gus is in danger. And then there's this big music sting. And then Sean actually panics and he's like, Gus is in danger. And he runs away and he goes, come on, guys. And then we get sirens. And then we're in the Lassie Mobile. That conversation actually happens in the Lassie Mobile. And it ends with Sean going, somebody give me a gun. And Lassiter and Juliet going, 
No. Then we're at the winery. The Gaffneys show up because Sean called them, but he was only able to leave a message. But they are there. And then they all run together and they're looking lost. And Sean goes, to the wine cellar. And then they run in and everyone's on the floor. Everyone's all wet. The robber is knocked out. Mira seems like she's just becoming reoriented with the world. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Gaffney is mad. Sean decides that the best case scenario is to tell everyone, quote, what happened. So he psychs out on it. (laughs) And he's like, I see it. Maze tied you up, but Gus, you used your skills to get loose and then... You had Mira use the dragon's breath trick that initially made you fall in love with her. That set off the sprinklers. You used that distraction to fight with him over the gun. In the meantime, Mira passed out from the shock. Gus DTD'd the bad guy. I don't even know what that means. And knocked him out. And everything is good now. I think DTD must be a wrestling WWE thing. Yeah, wrestling. I don't know. Yeah, a world, a WWE or WWF wrestling thing. So Mira's kind of like, I'm, I'm so out. It's confusion, and she's being led away. <laughs> and then Lassie and Jules take the bad guy away, and she's like, Oh, he's all wet. So then <laughs> Gus walks up to Sean when everybody's gone and goes, It didn't happen like that. <laughs> Uh, did Mason's cigarettes trigger the sprinkler? And then he slipped and fell, and Gus goes, yeah, and I knocked Mira over while I was running away. Yeah, we don't have to tell anybody that last part. And they fist bump. (laughs) Yes. So, back at the psych office for our last scene. Mira is thanking them for all their hard work. And then she goes full manic, and she's like, oh, oh my god, Sean, I'm taking Gus rock climbing in Rattlesnake Canyon, and then I'm going to teach him to hang glide off Cathedral Peak, and you should totally come with us, it's going to be amazing. Sean picks up the phone and goes, oh, we just got to go from a prospective client. Something about a ghost in a ballroom. Ghostbusters. (laughs) So, um... Yeah, because he was getting uh, signals from Gus. But in this scene, they are switched stripes and plaids. Are they? Yes. Gus is wearing plaid. And Sean is in stripes. But she totally gets it. But she really wants to see the guys before she leaves. And Gus tells us that she's moving to Greenland to save the polar bears. Because of course she is. Everything is just confusing. Everything's weird. Mira leaves and Mira and Sean have this weird up down high five. Oh yeah. It's the slap up, put your hands down and meet in the middle upside down again. So I high five my dad like that because we're cool. <laughs> but that's something you do with someone you know. That's something you do with somebody who's like you're comfortable with. That's not just like a normal way to high five someone. They're chaotic like insta best friends. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to know what happened between, between oh my gosh, you married my best friend, to up, down, high five. It's just really, really good. But she's like, Sean, you should come visit at Christmas when I'm in Greenland because Gus is totally coming. And Gus is like, what? And she goes, you remember, don't you silly K bye. <laughs> <laughs> but they have this really cute heart to heart. And Gus is like, I'm really sorry I didn't tell you about this marriage thing. I was like, he was saying like he's embarrassed about it. And Sean makes some really dated bad quips that we are not going to repeat here because they weren't funny. But it ends with love struck. And Sean says, you know what? It's fine. I've been feeling kind of guilty too because I didn't tell you that I also was married. And he gives Gus this ridiculous picture 
of Sean and this woman skydiving with a rabbi in wedding attire. None of them have parachutes, by the way. <laughs> so Gus is like... There's no straps. <laughs> Gus is like, wait. There's no parachutes. Wait, this is photoshopped, right? Sean, Sean, are you telling me you went skydiving with a rabbi? <laughs> and it just ends. <sighs> oh, that's a good episode. <laughs> it felt fast. I think we're at it, one hour. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The episode itself is very fast. Mm-hmm. Like, it just kind of keeps up. The storyline is really a lot about that relationship between Gus and Mira, the relationship between Gus and Sean, the relationship with between Mira and Jan. So there's a lot of, I'm going to call it filler stuff that we probably just, we didn't talk about because there wasn't a reason to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, I do love that. makes the episode very quippy, but it doesn't, and very quick, but it just wasn't a lot of stuff to talk about. Well, I do love that. Like it kind of seemed like we were just getting like these random flashes over to the SBPD and this, random competition that they were having and then it all tied together at the end mm-hmm. like loved that we got henry we got buzz we got henry chief oh and chief Vic. i was gonna say henry i said henry twice henry chief Vic, and buzz <laughs> all of our faves i also really like that once again we have not addressed the sean juliet almost kissing oh yeah it um is the is the occasion that shall not be spoken of I don't know that we ever address it until the end of the season. Wait. Is it the end, is it of, the end of this season, season or the end no, of next season? I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> there are so many seasons, you guys. I'm so excited. We don't know where we are. <laughs> We're only in season I two. have no idea. Mm. Now I got to look it up. It is, um, it is not the end of this season. Dun, dun, dun. Not a ton of pop culture references yeah. by any means. No, we had like... I'm going to say we had Breakfast Club, Ghostbusters, and Caddyshack. There's something about Mary. There's something about Mary. the episode title. Yeah. We had a, we had oh, a disgusting, short, short not a horrible. Short Circuit. Yeah. Definitely a fist bump. No. Delicious. Oh my god, we skipped the pineapple. Oh, we did skip the pineapple. Uh, uh, okay. Okay, so for the record... Uh, I did not find the pineapple. I found Haley it. told me about the pineapple at the beginning of this episode. And I was like, okay. I knew we were at the pineapple part. And I was like, I'm not going to talk about it because I didn't find it. And then Kaylee didn't talk about it. And then I forgot. Yeah. No, I fully forgot by the time we got there. So in the golf scene, when Sean tricks Gus into going golfing, the pink polo shirt that Sean is wearing has the little decal patch pineapple on the little chest area. So that's like the second shirt like that that we've seen. Yeah. Because there was the blue one from the episode earlier. And so uh, that was season two, episode 11. There's something about Mira. I like that one. I'm Alexis. Yep. His head is like a chocolate covered honeydew. Now would anyone like to talk about Jan? And I'm Kaylee. Let's just say I know where Mira gets her freaky side. And this has been <laughs> To the, the Blueberry! Psych out. <laughs>